What is up? What is up? What is up? Jim's headphone conundrum is fixed. We're here on post Hollow two days post Halloween. Jumping into a little bit of a midweek hang, a little bit of pre-show Pantera, a little bit of I don't know, as John Five would call it, behind the nut love. I don't <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what we would call it. Easy bake oven. I I don't mind an easy bake oven. No, we we like these small little hang shows too. No, it's just um trying to fit 10 gallons of shit into a 5 gallon bucket. Pretty much. But big before we get going, big thanks to all to all of our sponsors, all four of them. Uh Analog Pedals, Franklin Straps, Mean Beard and Green Beard. Where would we be without them? Well, we'd be sponsorless and kind of lame. So check out their respective sites. Check out their respective products. It's Christmas time, guys. It's getting close. And it's almost Black Friday, too. So get your gift buying on. In the Jumping into the beginning of the hang, a couple things that have happened since, I don't know, a um, couple of things, I guess, since we've been last last been here. Co- uh, college basketball coach Bob, uh, legend Bob Knight passed. Friends alum and co-star and someone who's an advocate for sober men, Matthew Perry, passed. Yep. It'll be interesting to hear what kind of toxicology report comes back. Which... They've released one, and then they said they have a revamped one, and they said they had another the, one. The real one takes four to six months, and this, that, and the other. Yeah. Prelims is the heart failure, heart attack. But you know how everybody speculates, it's a drug overdose. Yeah, people want to know, or, you know. It's none of our business. Let the man rest, man. God. Yeah. <clears throat> it's none of our business, but it'd be interesting to know. Well, yeah, I think at course. this point, but it's like I'm not going to go out of my way to research. Yeah, it'll like, come. It'll come out. It'll come out. It'll be in our. It's already going to be in our face. It was a what a odd, odd shock that was. And what else? What else odd has happened? The Rangers won their first World Series Rangers yesterday. Won a World Series. World Series. Um, a friend of mine messages, and you you know, and he says, yeah, if this happened in Philly and it happened in Florida, Cowboys are winning the Super Bowl this year. <clears throat> and I said, my friend, that is a turd. Yeah. That is a turd that will fucking let you down at the end of the season. Quit quit trusting a fart. <laughs> fucking don't, don't trust a fart. It's just, like, it's just a turd. It's just a turd, dog. Prove, prove, prove you can get past the first round first, and then we'll talk about so, Super Bowl in the future. Yeah, I get it. Like, does that championship fever is running through Texas right now? Well, yeah, but you know, because then they looking at the other sports. Like, all right, let's you know. But being a Razorback fan, every year, if you're a Cowboy fan, every year is our year. It, this is our year. No, it ain't. For basketball, though, that's woo, a different baby. story. I watched that game on. On the old phone. I was quite impressed. We didn't play it like an exhibition. It was played like a real legit game. Well, guys, you guys have tuned in not for sports, guys. This is your Guitar Brothers podcast. We're a few minutes, we're a few days behind for being on the week, but we're still your weekly music news, guitar gear, and facial hair support club show. One thing that I had seen over the week that had debuted. We'll get into the big one here, but Epiphone exclusive Sinchi Yubukata ES355 Custom. Did you see this olive drab 355? Is that the one? I think you, yeah. you sent that to me. I yeah, think yeah, yeah. You even put it in the Discord. Join our Discord, you know, if you guys want to shout more about, ch- chat more about guitars. 
Has 57 classics and diamond-shaped uh, sound holes. Comes in a satin chariot or an olive drab. $1,200. Yes, it is continuing the line of the more expensive Epiphones, but we're looking in a Bigsby B70. Veritone, Gibson Classic, uh, 57 classics. Diamond-shaped sound holes. It is a custom, nonetheless. Like block inlays, custom adornments on the headstock, like... What you'd want. Yeah, I mean, like, the, it's a 355. Oh, 355, yeah. 355, but still, like, I mean, the red one. That's the one that, I mean... You know I was like, oh. The red one, I mean, it's so legit. Like, if they put... If this had... I'm not taking away from um, Shinichi, Shinichi, but if this had F-holes on it, Jesus Christ. With the motorbike. Fucking <laughs> people, it would fly off the shelves. But there's still going to be a group of people, the Dave Grohl lovers. Yep. You know. Man, if they had a Pelham Blue. Whew. Or really, if the olive drab was satin. Yeah, I was just about to say. If the olive drab was satin or nitro. Something like that. But still. You get a Veritone knob and a Bigsby with Gibson pickups on it. Okay. I can see why, you know, $1,200. Oh, yeah. And case. And a case. It's a nice, it's a nice custom. And it's like, because we've, we've had this, you know, conversation. It's like the high-end Epis are coming into low-end Gibsons. And it's like, as We've we've now can say that we've we're okay with Epiphone. We've got two Epiphones that have come through. They well, yours came Plex, so <laughs> you got a it's you got just a little getting lucky on you got that. Luckle, but both of but us still. are two for two on Epiphones. So uh, with the upper price, well, his Josh's is mid price. Mine's at the top. It's mine's at a thousand, and it came. If it didn't have Epiphone on there, we probably wouldn't have known. If I'd have paid for the Plex, it would have been nine hundred bucks. That's true. Fifty yeah, bucks, but true. I didn't have to pay for that because you got to be eagle-eyed. And Sweetwater will give free Plex on certain stuff, and I don't know what in the fuck happened with that. Right, free three hundred dollar fret treatment, but it makes me want another one so I can see if I can tell the difference. Right, like an, I want another Firebird, and I want to try it again, and and. No plucking, and go from there. But those good, man. That red one with the gold heart. I mean, it looks so good. Red and gold looks so good. Well, it's that's wild cherry. So, so we're talking about Epiphones. Let's just get into it. Kirk Hammett Flying V. Like we know. He's, you know, pretty synonymous with the Ebony Flying V. Comes with a case where at twelve ninety nine, a seventy nine reissue, I guess you could call it. Gibson USA calibrated T type humbuckers wired to CTS pots and orange drop caps, so it's basically. I wouldn't call it hand wired, but it's like old school wired. It's no PCBs on the wiring harness or nothing like that. Because in you know through the seventies, wasn't Gibson kind of like not mad, but they weren't they weren't the greatest, the greatest. Yeah. So it's basically like these new Epiphones are, are great for now, but I wonder they're taking. It, it would be like buying a brand new one back in the seventies, maybe. I don't think so because. I think you're going to, yeah, it's going to call a 79, but I think they're going to be able to, uh, you know, adjust mistakes. Well, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think they're going to be able to adjust the mistakes that they'd have in that. Because, I mean, I guarantee you it's pretty damn solid guitar. Especially for 1300 bucks, it better be. Well, yeah, because just the standard ebony Epiphone less or Flying V six forty nine with the burst buckers. So, are you just paying 
Karina's the Karina with the Gibsons are like twelve ninety nine too. Yeah, it's like going from the ebony, you know, fly or you know, is it? Are you just paying for the Kirk Hammett one? You're just paying for the Gibson pickups and the name, basically. Yeah, and uh, and another and the pick you get you get pickups, you get a case. It's a Kirk Hammett model, and that's the red line case, which looks really good. And 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 you get decent, like you know, you're getting CTS pots, orange drop caps, switchway, uh, switchcraft three way toggle switch, and quarter inch output jack, like a comfortable V to sit down and play. All, all the, the the stuff in the guts is high quality shit. Yeah, you already know that the pickups are good. You already know all the guts are good. Like. I'm in, I'm in the middle of it. I I really wish it was like two hundred bucks cheaper, or at like nine ninety nine. But I get it. It's yeah. Kirk Hammett. Prices have increased significant. Inf- inflation is a bitch. But here's the thing. Here here's the whole thing. We all know him for the black one. Motherfucker, there's a purple one. Yeah. <laughs> Josh's exact words were, you need to go in debt to get this guitar. <laughs> like, like, motherfucker, there's a purple one. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. I'm the, that would look cool with covered buckers or zebras or something. It looks cool as it sits. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, dude, what a guitar to have in the bag. A purple V? Yeah. A metallic purple V? Get the fuck out of here. I'd like a better... Because I know the the purple is a lot better than what a white-backed stock photo looks. You know what I mean? Like, it makes it look like Barney. It <laughs> looks like Barney. bright. I yeah, guarantee it looks you. it really bright. I don't think it's that bright. Guarantee, yeah, because you can see the light reflecting off the edges. Mm-hmm. I bet it looks good in person. Oh, okay. I would be interested to see it in person. But... We're gonna. I'm gonna be in St. Louis tomorrow morning. I could be like, "Hey, we need to go to uh, the St. Louis Guitar Center, and maybe I can see if they have one of these bad boys." One thing they did stay true to is a '79 bridge. Look at that bridge. Ooh, a little different. A little fatter. A lot. Little, it's a lot fatter. A little different. A little hollowy. Little odd, but I mean. Staying true to the aesthetics here, but still, twelve ninety nine. There's a purple metallic B. Like, dude, come on, Greeny, Epiphone Greeny, or come on, Epiphone Johnny Winter Firebird, right? Come on, white seventies Epif- Epiphone uh, Explorer. Well, they've been doing a lot like this, and I think these gotta be ringing really good with them. If they may, you know, these type of guitars that they've been doing, like that Joe Bonamassa three pickup SG they made, the Adam Jones, all the Adam Jones, all the fifty nines that they've come out with, the Matt Heffy uh, guitars, yeah, the, like the Jerry Cantrell guitars have been going out of stock, and they exactly. just got the they got the wine red one with the uh, I mean gold hardware between and, Billy Joe Armstrong and Jerry James Nichols, you can get either a white junior or a Pelham blue custom junior, yeah. I mean that's just to cover the juniors or the gold, the gold top yeah. like you had. Yeah, I mean that's just covering juniors. Yeah, <laughs> like Jesus Christ. And then what we talked about before, uh, the white Epiphone that sixty-one Les Paul. Yeah, oh. the SG. What which, they that uh, you know which, we all know that story. Which I am getting. <laughs> I, I will have that, that guitar. One. That one because I already have the Iomi. It's like that. That guitar is freaking rad. Because I always I want a white SG, I want a walnut SG, and and that sixty one. But I I keep going back and look at that message where Josh is telling me you need to go broke on this purple guitar right now, <laughs> please, please. No, we need to see the purple. Like it's cool. See, it's cool. I like because you know I'd be leaning toward the ebony one, but if that if because the purple's I don't want it to be that bright i yeah. want it to be subtle 
I would like more to like see the it. Jimi Hendrix. Purple. Yeah, I would like to see a little darker. That's that's my darker. thing. Darker. It's kind of in the middle of the purple, and then when you put all those lights on it, it like brightens it up. It, it's like Barney. It's like it's like it a, is. It's, it's like a, a Barney. very Barney purple. Because we both want a purple guitar, but we're more like the the. I'm more like Prince Purple. Prince Purple, yeah. We want a dark purple, like like almost like an ebony faded, not ebony ebony faded, but you know, like it's got little ebony look to it until you really start looking. It's like, oh, that's purple. Yeah, that it is very middle of the road purple, like and bright in the lights, but. But you know, like like a stock photo, white backs. You really you it don't get doesn't it do it justice. It needs to be like against a brick wall or something. Yeah, or like in the music room or something. Which there's got to be a stock photo from a a black pick guitar on that on that purple guitar would be cool. Now you're talking my language. <laughs> <laughs> black pit guard on that purple guitar would be cool. Now, now, you, now you're rolling, rolling my thunder. Or like purple perloid or something weird. But it's like you know, I want to black everything. Black pickups, black pit guard, blackity, 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 black. But gold hardware on that make it like custom. Go, go for it, dude. Yeah. Covers, all that shit. All gold. All that shit. Everything. From the fucking top to... One thing I did like about it is the 70s Vs. On Vs, I'm not a fan of the fucking toe-pointed headstock. I like the little round nubby one. I like the circumcised one. Yeah. <laughs> I like the circumcised V. I don't like... I mean, I get it. If I if someone was like, here's a fucking Gibson Flying V, and it had the longer... Whatever. Okay. Fuck yeah, but that's not my preference. Yeah. I like that headstock. But regardless, for what it's worth, coming in at a $1,200 price point with all the energy you get and how Epiphone is up their game, it's probably more, like we like Josh said, probably more 1000 but being... What it is, what time period we live in now, 1200 is the new thousand. So, yeah. Like anything, like you got to look at even inflation. Like I've, I've come to terms with how a high price stuff is. And I've just, what we looked at at a thousand and we, what we looked at at 399 used to be is now 599. So, okay. Like it is kind of a tad bit brighter V. Right, like, I don't know, man. I mean, well, and then the then the headstock has like I don't know. This is Sweetwater. See, from from here looking down, it looks satin, but it's not. We know it's not. It's kind of kind of looks. It's almost lavender in a way. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. It's almost super lavendery. There's See, now I wish the color could come across a little more like this. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Like yeah. this is the, we're, we I know you guys can't hear this or see this, but you can you can hear it of course. But like it has, this is a close up of like an imperfection on the neck and the purple just looks way better. Yeah, it does. Like super up close. And it's behind a uh, a gray, like a gray background on it or whatever. I wish they would show it in the red case because the red will give that backdrop to really give that color. You know what I mean? Like the picture of it in the case, we'd get a really better focal point of what color purple this really is. But it's lavender with a little bit of Barney. It really is. I think the black guard would would pop take a little a little of the brightness away from it but there's literally a demo model at Sweetwater right now it's eight pounds at 11.69 and the beauty about it is that they don't have neck dive so and it's the most comfortable guitar to sit down and play minus the the jackson v's 
because they have the lower Fucking, cutaway. I know I've been drinking the juice, but dude, those Firebirds, it's got a nice sweet little cut in the bottom to sit on your lap. You know, it's fun. I think they're fun. That's the one thing about the EC two fifty six LTD that I have. It's what probably because looking at your Les Paul, it's the cutaway on the bottom is it's a. Yeah, the small. body the body it's carves bigger. and routes it's on a lot the bigger. versus the ESP style LP versus a traditional LP is definitely it's a little wider pulled in spaces yeah comparative to others it's not as comfortable <clears throat> to sit down and play but if you if you put a strap on and hike that strap up and just let it hang it's perfect but well we're into the less Paul side of things. You see the Les Paul lights, modern yes, lights. Yes, I did. That was going to be another one. Let's <laughs> okay. get into that. Oh my Let's god! Let's get into that. That for man, that's what I I want one of those really bad. But I can't. I haven't seen a body of the side shot. Every shot, every picture that I've seen has only been front shot, so I can't see how thin. Because we know it's a thinner body, but I can't see how thin it is. Yeah. All right. Let's see. And they used crimson red. Very, very... How many Gibsons have you seen that are crimson red, minus the Lizzie Hale? Cardinal red satin. Cardinal red, thank you, thank you. Cardinal red satin. Which the only other cardinal red they have that I know of is... (laughs) It's on those new colorway standards. Standards, and then the the, uh, Lizzie Hale... uh, Epiphone has cardinal red uh, Firebird 7s, but you don't see that. You'd have to go you don't on see that off very yeah. often, but for them to get away from like wild cherry or heritage cherry to get, I like I like the fact that they're to they need to use the cardinal satin more. Oh, man. It's still hard to get a really good feel about this, but about, but you can tell. Oh, that's like wow half. The width, <clears throat> like it looks, it makes me excited. It's almost just the width of the neck heel. Yeah, that's crazy. And they're fourteen ninety nine. Yeah, USA baby, and the colors are awesome. That that gray one, I don't know what color that is. What color is that gray one? Does it have like a like a metallic? Pewter or something. Um, rose gold satin. Yeah, they got the the rose gold satin. That's the one that's gray. Inverness green satin, which looks pelham almost looks pelham blue. TV wheat. Gold mist. Satin. Trying to figure out a little bit more about these guitars. Those. I wonder if. Do you think because my SG, my Raven is thinner than the '64 uh, Iomi. I wonder if they're going to start doing these modern lights spread out through, you know, c- could you imagine, you know, a, a Firebird with a with a light, fit, you know, light body on it, you know, a modern light body, so you'd have a thinner. Dude. It would look really, I think it would look really good. It's It's got nitro on it. It's got mini Grovers on it. It's got a Nashville Tunomatic on it. I mean, it. That's a, <coughs> excuse me. Gosh dang it! I'm sorry. Um, I'm looking through here, and it just says a new thinner all mahogany body that is both lighter and well balanced. <coughs> if you need to answer it, it's fine. Oh, uh, it's just Dustin. I'll call him back. Um, but yeah, I mean, fourteen ninety nine. There's five new colors, gold mist satin, cardinal red satin, rose gold satin, 
Inverness green satin. Of course, we can see a theme here. And TV wheat. Did those come with soft cases? Yes. Okay. Some of those come with soft cases. I think pretty much everything that comes at the low price point comes with the soft case. Unless it's like an exclusive. Dude. Those epi... Um, yeah. that Those got... When I seen how thin they were, I was like, dude. That would be... Uh, that looks fun. So now I need an epi light. I need, I need one of those uh, Les Paul lights. I need the white 70, 70s Explorer. I need a <laughs> Gibson. I don't know. I... I want a Firebird, but I don't want to. I don't want to follow. I I don't want to get one and Josh be like, "You're just better than mine." Ah, <laughs> no, 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 no. I followed Josh's footsteps with with uh, tellies because I never touched a telly till I touched his, and I was like, "Wow, I really." Well, his is a real telly. Mine's mine's the one that the telly guys scoff at. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you have a belly cut on your telly and two humbuckers without now, a traditional I think telly? Belly cuts are fine. Like that won't bother me as someone who likes them. It's um, the aesthetics that it doesn't have the telly bridge. It has the hardtail bridge. You know what I mean? Like it it has the has standard knobs instead of having the telly uh, control panel. Yeah, but I mean, still. It looks, you know, I love my, my, my gym root telly is just that satin white is gorgeous. Yeah. It's yeah. so good. I enjoy it. Cause man, Epi, I can't believe, have those already been out? Cause it said they're reintroducing it at a lower price point. That's why I'm confused is like did did I miss a release of one of these guitars a while back that were more expensive? A modern light. Well, I know they I had the. Know. I know they have the modern. The moderns already have like the yeah the, the moderns, white relief. Moderns have already been out. But they, you know, they have the white relief. They just not. They have the 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 insides cut out. They don't have the thin like that. It's just the fact that they're thin. How much? How much do they weigh? Does it even? Shit, have a, no, they don't have no. They don't have a weight on them. Yeah, because they're not out yet. But I mean, gosh dang. It's got to be mid-sevens, you would think. Yeah. I would say mid-sevens. I mean, if they can make my tribute seven and a half pounds as it sits, it's got to be like heavy six, medium sevens. And that's what my SG is about, seven, seven and a half pounds. I mean... Yeah. Like it gets me excited to see what winter Nam's going to be because with with Gibson scooping up everybody, you know what I mean? Gibson's just literally they're going to have the whole uh the whole feed of every guitar player by this time next year. I'm convinced. It's really unbelievable what has transpired with Dean and what Gibson has pretty much gone from, they everybody thought that they were going to go bankrupt. Everybody was dogging on the vice president of the company, not doing anything. And then now you look three years later after the pandemic and Gibson is literally, they're back in good graces with everybody, even with the lawsuits, which everybody hated them for. Now that you see how Dean's handling being sued and all that, you're like, damn. Gibson has really came back into their own and, you know, they're they're ruling the roost again. It seems like uh Gibson has really shot back up the ranks and are in the good graces of everybody now. You know what I mean? Like what did Mark Agnesi do? <laughs> Right? No, I'm kidding. It's that Cesar guy from everything I've read. It's that dude's the one who's like made Gibson like really feel good to everybody again. Like it should. Because isn't that crazy? We were just talking about them like literally whenever me and Josh reconvene in 2019, 
Gibson was done. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, everybody hated them. It, like 29, yeah, Gibson was everybody done. Everybody was like, Bill Kellier was like, I left them because they treated me like shit. Yeah. It was like. The pandemic was the best thing to ever <coughs> happen to Gibson. Ever. Well, yeah, because they went back to what made them. I think they got rid of a bunch of fat, basically. Well, yeah, and isn't it funny? Because at 2019, I'm like, I told, I mean, if we could go back and look at our conversations with Dan, it's like, I'm a Dean guy through and through. I hate Gibson. Screw this. And now here I'm like, I want this Gibson. I want this Gibson. I want this Gibson. (laughs) I have have Deans still. Yeah, I have five of them. I love my Deans, but I I feel like, and I'll I'll say it till the day I die now, I should have been a Gibson guy a long time ago. It's, It's the scale length that gets me. And the 24 and three quarter inch scalar length is just my baby. I can do 25 and a half now. I'm used to it. And the 24 frets, I can do that. But you know where home at. Yep. And I know where home's at. 24 and three quarters. I can I can kind of go between the Telly and Les Paul stuff without really much of a notice and scale length. Until you go to your, well, it's even your the, baritone. It's the 24 frets to where I'm... It kind of throws me through a loop a little bit. The baritone is a little different, but from playing bass for a long time too, like it, yeah, it doesn't. It's, it's not so much of a shock. I think the 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 biggest shock is when you have twenty four frets. Yeah, for me, it's like whoa. There's a whole another. There's a whole like three or four keys you can really get into. Well, the best part that I like about twenty four frets is when you go to the twelfth fret. And you're trying to find out where to solo. Well, guess what? You have you just start all over on twelve and go go up to twenty four. I mean, you literally are just move. You can move the neck from one to twelve, and then from twelve to twenty four. I mean, it's just it's it's twenty four frets are definitely for solos. Yeah. If you're a Woodley Diddley guy, twenty four frets are for you, baby. Oh man. <laughs> Unless you're a beast and you can solo like that on a SG or something. Which Josh could. Josh could solo on anything. Speaking of tellies, though, John 5. <clears throat> How do we feel about where John 5 is at right now? I feel like he's caught in the middle of something. I f- do we- we've, we've, we've talked about this off air. I feel like he's going to get hate. He's going to get unwarranted hate because of the stuff that's going unbeknownst to him that's none of his business you know i mean it's it's not that's not his business doings he's just hired to play for his with his friend nikki six he's just there and it's like it's guilty by association basically it's like everybody loved him at rob zombie as soon as he went to to motley crew the hate there's lots of hate going his way which there's still the diehards like us you know we still love john five I won't hate on him because that was a smart business move. Probably on his point, he's going to make more money with Motley Crue, but he's not going to have the fun like he did with because he already he already put a thing that he wishes he was still in Zombie. So I don't know if you've seen that post a couple weeks back. He wishes he was still in Zombie, yeah. which you gave away probably the best gig of your life. But yeah, you kind of <laughs> let that one go because you know. <clears throat> Who wants to be the guy that ruined Motley Crue or, you know, finally put Motley Crue to bed? But it sucks, though, is because he's the only comparable person to Mick Mars that could take that. You know, he's the only one that has that vibe that Mick Mars has that you're like, that makes sense. You know, it's like the Zach Wild thing makes sense because of the connection and, like, the the how Zach's pouring his heart out. But, you know, the... The John Five into Motley Crue just makes sense as far as playing wise. They just they're the perfect mold of guitar players to 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 come in and take that legacy. Speaking of that, I think Mick Mars just released a single. Um, let's see here. Yeah, loyal to the lie. He's got a band, I guess, now and um, some vocalists and stuff. And I guess it's, you know, it's pretty heavy-ish. 
Wow. Any of the very suits the song thing? You know, obviously didn't take a whole lot there. You know, as far as the solo goes. I fast forward a little bit to try to, you know, get to the, some. You know where the talent is in Motley Crue? Get to some uh, solo stuff. I hate I hate to say it, but dude, Mick Mars, as a <coughs> skeleton, he's literally a skeleton of himself and still just murdered. That song is awesome, dude. Vocalist Jacob Bunton, bassist Chris Collier, of um, and winger and former Alice Cooper keyboardist Paul Taylor, as well as chord drummer Ray Luzier. So, hell of a group behind Mick right now. Dude, that, that song to like, rocks, dude. Uh, yeah, it is very like heavy. Like You see where Mick wants to go. See where, where who Motley Crue is, because it's cool. Like I hope he can get one that really like. I'm not saying that that song was bad. I'm just saying I hope he can get has one in the canon that really like takes off. In my eyes, from the metal world coming in, that would be the one that's going to open up. Because if you heard that and you didn't know it was McMars, you're like, is that you know. I think the band's called The Other Side of Mars. Oh, that's awesome. Like, like, there is no, like, oh, it's blah, blah, blah. with me. Like, it's just called The Other Side of Mars. <laughs> that's, like, that's killer, dude. The dude's got no ego. Like, no. He has all the room to have the ego, but he's got no ego at all. Like, pretty crazy. Bet you that, like, everybody else in crews listen to that song, like, damn. If we release new music, I mean, John 5 is going to kill it. But it's like... Uh, anything John 5 he puts out will be fun. And anything he good. touches. Uh, it doesn't matter what he touches. He can put out, hey, we need you to make you a poop album. Sweet. And it'll be the best poop album you ever heard. Yeah. Yeah, John 5 could play the calendar. And it <laughs> yeah, would be fine. Yeah. He can get the spoons and it'd still yeah. be good. John 5, is a, a, he's, a, he's a metal... I mean, he's a guitar god. There's no if, ands, or buts about it. If you say elsewise, you just don't know what the hell you're talking about. That are hating on him for the Motley Crue thing. I don't. I get. I think I'd kind of set him to the side. Yeah. And I'd just kind of be like, it's the band. It's between six. Seems like it's between Nikki Six and fucking Nick. And the manager. Yeah. But it's it's also, it's like if, if John Five came out and said something, you know, if he interjected himself in there with some comments, then I'd get the hate. But just from him joining, and it, well, I think most of most of them think they don't, they didn't know the inner workings about Mick Mars leaving the band. Like how they thought John Five was just coming in to do the tour, not to be a full on member. And then we find out that Mick Mars was kicked out, and was like, "Whoa, yeah." John Five's like, "Shit, yeah." <laughs> I really. I came in in the wrong. I got put in in the middle of the fucking fire here. Even though we we do know Mick Mars has given his blessing to John Five, so that's under the wall. That's all that matters. Yeah, it doesn't matter what. Yeah, because I think I would probably be okay to assume that Mick and John have somewhat of a relationship. Yeah, at least like a working. I would think that they would be like friendly ish. Yeah. You know, because you know, John Five worships Mick Mars. Yeah. So, but still, like Mick Mars being able to answer back—that's that's a big kick in the nuts, right there. I mean, if you're if you're in the crew band, you heard that song, you're like, shit, shit, we're just playing old stuff and Mick's <laughs> like, he done did it. It's like, but you know, they're thinking it's like, man, if we didn't kick Mick out and we kept everything going, imagine what we could have released a new song, even just a single, like what system of it would, but if they change from that vibe, that Motley Crue steel Panther vibe. Yeah. Then go back to that John Coriabi emo phase. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think they're going to get. They, they, I think they'd get hate no matter they where they go. They'd get hate. Like, they're going to get even worse hate if they do that. Like, if they come out with, like, another, like, 
wow, 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 shout at the devil. Like they come with some shit like that. Like, like they start doing some shit like that. They could do it again. But they don't have Monk Mars who created all that. But stuff. that's the deal. They've got the disciple in John they do Five. Have the disciple. So it's and he would bring that vibe. He's it's that was the point of that is they could, but it's gonna take like they can't go heavy metal like what Mick did. No. Mick can do do that because he's got his own thing now, but like Motley Crue can't do that. Motley Crue can't play that song. No. It definitely, would be weird. They definitely would, can't sing. He'd be it. looking for John. He'd be looking for John Coriabi going like, "What's yeah. going on here?" Yeah, like Molly Crew ain't doing what that. No, Crew ain't doing that shit. I mean, John Five will bring in an awesome vibe. Yeah, and hopefully they can get something. Yeah, maybe they need to go right with Steel Panther. Yeah, but I think I think uh, they're talking next year maybe Guns and Roses and Motley Crew Stadium Tour. Which I I'd say I want to go, but I'd want to see Motley Crue with Mick Mars. Like I'll tell you this right now, Guns is fucking rad. It may not be a bucket list for everybody, but if if it was like, oh, here's a free Guns and Roses ticket in 2023 or 2024, go. Well, you got to see them too before they're gone. Yeah, because Axel's voice is not gonna stay. It's not like super pristine, but dude. It's better than it was in the it's late nineties. It was good. Like I watched the show. I seen it. Like it's good. And I don't go because we've talked about this before. When we hear live playback from a show and people are like his voice sounded terrible, it's like if you're in the moment, it was awesome. You're That's know all why, that why because he might have just belted his ass off five seconds or yeah. five minutes prior in like November rain or whatever. You know, and then he's like trying to fucking sing fucking uh, Welcome to the Jungle or some shit. But it's like, as you know, it's like I don't I don't take that into account because when you're in the moment and you have 10,000 fans screaming the song at you and you have the echo and the playback and the feel in the chest, that voice sounds amazing. And you know where you're at in the show, you know, like, yeah, you're all on this ride together, not just like, oh, here's three minutes of the show that might have been like after 45 minutes of fucking hell raising. Yeah. You know, and it's compressed from the show. Now it's compressed again into your, your phone. phone. Now yeah. it's out on the ether and then it and gets, it's compressed onto my phone. And then it gets compressed in the fucking internet and then the internet does it. And then, yeah. Cause that's the thing that drives me crazy. They're like, man, he, Kirk Hammett messes up all the time. I'm like, I want him to. That shows that he's really playing. Everybody messed like Headfield messed up and forgot lyrics. Like the only person, only guitar, they're like they're like as old as my dad, as old as some people's grandpas. Like if that was my dad doing that shit, I'd be like, fuck yeah, like. Who gives a fuck? It's like the only guitar players I have never seen mess up from every video I've ever seen is Zach Wilde. I've never seen a video of him with messing up ever. I've never seen a video of John Five messing up ever. Like, I mean, if you have, show me. Yeah. But those are the two. That's the only two off my top of my head that they, they're on always. I don't think I've ever seen uh, John Petrucci play a bad note. No, never. You he couldn't. <laughs> I don't ever think I've ever seen him like really play like a sour note. Like you've seen like some like we've seen like Jimmy Page play a sour note. Yeah. We've seen Hendrix play a sour note. Yeah. You know, guys that get in the Santana's played a sour note from time to time. Dime plays a sour note, but like Dime's he says had a sour note. But he, like, like like Dime says is that but you bend that sour note into the song yeah. again and just take it to another level, like Yeah. But as far as like technicians, you we gave three perfect examples: John Five, John Petrucci, and Zach Wild are just machines. They don't. I mess think that's up. the thing that people get lost to. Like sour notes are a part of it. Uh, exactly. Like if you're not hitting a sour note, you're not playing, kind of thing. Like you're just not playing your guitar. You're just not in the fact of like, oh, you're, oh, I'm. I'm just barely getting by. Like, no, you're physically just not touching it if you're not playing a sour note. Like, it's just how it is. 
You make them, I make them, fucking everybody makes them. Yeah. But it's like you have three freaking aliens like... Oh, did I mean there's more like Buckethead and fucking the, the Virtuoso. There's this like Charles Caswell or something on Instagram and he plays like video game noises on his guitar and the motherfucker just doesn't miss. Yeah. He's so good and he always hits all the right runs and the fucking kill switch and the and I'm like, fuck you. Fuck you. Like, and I would never play it like that type of stuff. But when I hear him, I'm just like, dude, you are so good. <laughs> like, he's so awesome. That's how I feel every time I see Zach play because I know every guitar player watches him. Like, yeah, the Whittly Dilly, but it, like when you watch him play, you're like, do you ever, you um, if never. Slow down. When that never argument stops. happens, when people get on that whole like Zach Woodley Diddley thing, I always put the link of fucking Machine Gun Man. And I'm just like, go listen to this. Yeah. Like, if you really are like, oh, he's too Woodley Diddley, in the case of Zach Wild, go listen to the Pride and Glory or just go, just let one song and I will tell you everything you need to know. Blessed Hell Ride. Like, like that, like, it's not. <sighs> It is like it's a part of it. Yeah, but I mean, like, all he uses pinch harmonics. It's like, well, then Billy Gibbons, all he is is pinch harmonics, and then Zion back there, all he is is pinch harmonics. Those guys made pinch harmonics cool. Those are the if a dude's if a dude says that about or a lady says that, oh, he's pinch harmonics. That person doesn't like wah wah pedals. Yeah, and that dude probably plays out of a modeler. Yep, it's like. Can fuck off. It's like Zach Wilde didn't invent the pinch harmonic, but you don't t- think that everybody from that point in the late '80s now who plays a pinch harmonic wasn't like, man, Zach Wilde's pinch harmonics are perfect. But we, and it pinch harmonic may not be for everybody, but I guarantee you, the first time you actually do, do one, one. you're like, I may not do that all the time, but wow. And not not just one where it's like, but like when you really, really hit, hit it. one and it's like, and you're, you're like, like, whoa. That was awesome. I did that. And then you kind of like. How empowered you feel. Yeah. It kind of like, then you start hearing it more and like riffs and other songs and you're like, holy shit. Then you realize Zach Wilde's pinch harmonics are harmonically perfect. He used to take pinch harmonics and just dump them out though. Yeah. <laughs> like. But that was a, that was also too like a lot of drinking too. Yeah, but it's like that's not all. He if you go listen to Black Label Society and break down just his riffs, he is a riff lord. There's a reason why he won riff lord. Yes, album. he's a riff lord. The, in those early ones too, when the D and Z connection was hot and heavy. Oh man. You can hear the harmony, <laughs> like a scene just dumps them out on the yeah. record. It's like, fuck it. Yeah. Why are you hearing the riffs, too? And I'm just like, god damn it. But, it's, but the Blessed Hellride album I love it, is though. amazing. I'm, 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 it doesn't bother me. It does not bother me at all. I want, if I, I couldn't, could you imagine hearing a Zach Wilde album and it's like, if he didn't play Pinch Mark, be like, well, what, you can't play Pinch Mark anymore? I'd be there going, wah, wah, right? Wah. It's like, I know where that Pinch trying to match be. the key of that shit and trying to do it with my mouth. But harmonically, his Pinch Harmonics, man, if you could, if, if anybody in the right mind that hates Zach could play like Zach for a day, you would take it. If you hate Zach Wilde and you were given his abilities for one day, you'd be like, whoa, I can play anything. I can literally play every song on the planet because Zach Wilde can play every song on the planet. There's nothing that he can't play. Yeah. Literally, there's nothing he cannot play. And just the stuff he does with like Epiphone acoustics blow your mind. Sickening. Classical guitars that blow your fucking brain. And his piano playing, people forget he's a... A ace piano player. Ace piano player. It's like he's more than what you think. Ace, like the ace, you know, that transitioning off ace, like ace was such a term that is lost these days. Yeah. Like, like I know in like Japanese wrestling, like if you're the ace, like you're the big dog. Like mm-hmm. they call you the ace, like, like that's the ace. Like that's the dude. That's the Ric Flair. That's the ace. Like, a term is so lost these days. Yeah. 
Zach Wilde is the ultimate warrior of guitar playing. His fucking action figure fucking videos are cult. They're the best. And I get to witness one, hopefully. Hopefully. But I'll yeah. be I'll be so far back. <laughs> I'll be like, hey. But he was doing something. He was playing or something. And then it and then it was done. He was done and it and all you seen was just fucking Richard Simmons coming through you. And he's like <laughs> and it's just and he's like and he does this shit. His like, knockout video. I fucking love it. Yeah, JD, him and JD. Then that fucking fake fight and shit. The, yeah, man. The the ones he did with Dario are dude. Yeah, there's so. Yeah. Or there's one that he's playing. He's uh, Dario's like, all right, are you ready? So he's playing a little song, and then Zach's like, ah, he does the operatic, and he just looks at him, and Dario's like, I just can't with you anymore. He's like, can we still be friends? Like, please. <laughs> Zach Wilde is my man. It's my guy. He's 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 my he's my spirit animal, and and my guitar hero. Well, Dime and him are my guitar heroes, and you can hear it in my in my playing ish ish. There's there's ish. <laughs> kind of trying to weed through some of the things. Read weed through a little bit of, you know ins and outs of some of the things that I had this week. Yeah, it's a little bit of an odd show. Kind of just show. shooting the shit. I've got I've got to be somewhere here real soon with her kids and Jim's about to go out of town and we're trying to get it all in so we don't end up missing the whole weekend again. Yeah. And it's just like fuck. Something stupid I seen, but if you guys are uh, of the same age, I know Halloween's passed, but we could you know, I'll use this. You can finally get an exact replica of the Jonathan Jonathan Davis iconic corn track suit. The Adidas? Yeah, the Adidas purple matching pink Kirk Hammett flying V track suit. Alright, that's something I'd probably I'd probably rock. Granted it's three hundred bucks. The jacket's two hundred bucks and the pants are a hundred. Doesn't dude doesn't dude wear my car dude where's my car vibes hit you every time you see one of those track suits? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean like that would be a really cool like if it was if it wasn't three hundred fucking dollars. But still that and that purple V Right Here's something that a little surprising that was I didn't know this was actually happening. Peter Frampton to perform his final show seated. I have progressed in my disease. Oh man. Some sort of muscle disease. And basically it hasn't gotten to his hands yet. So he says. He says he can still play pretty good. That's good. So he's going to perform until he can't perform. You know, in a seated environment. Because if he gets to where he can't play his most iconic solo, you know what I mean? Ever. One of the most iconic solos of all time. Yeah, it'll, it's sad. Like, I hate seeing that stuff. I hate hearing about it. Like, it's. Because it, cause you looking at it and you're like, who's still kicking? It's like you look at all the Rolling Stones guys. Like when are they gonna start start progressing, and they haven't or degressing, and then you look at like Tony Iommi hasn't, then you look at uh, Billy Gibbons hasn't. Surprisingly, Oz held on for as long as he has. Yeah, which he hasn't. He's starting to. It's everything yeah. that's going on with him. Which really it sucks because I was supposed to see him in 2017. I was supposed to see him in 2019, and it just never happened. We had tickets in Atlanta, and Zach Wilde was playing with him, and that's when he got his that one neck injury. He had to have that surgery, and that literally happened two weeks prior to us going to see him, or three weeks, something like that. But shout out to Peter Frampton. No, not Peter Frampton. Yeah, it's Peter, Peter Frampton. Frampton. Okay. Yeah, it's Peter Frampton. I, I, had, I, had a, I had a brain I had a brain fart for a second. It happens, dude. 
That's all good. But yeah, like reading that, I was like, God damn. Like he's another one. And I know that he's got his following. Yeah. Of people that love him. So, but is as we we talked about the Willie Nelson stuff about three weeks ago. The only thing that's keeping him going is to keep on going. Is to keep going. Once you stop, don't stop. Death will be right behind Fucking you. Right behind you. Because yeah. that goes for any football coach. That goes for any anybody that's active in their seventies, especially like up 80s. in the eighties, like yeah. that. Like it's, Jimmy Page, he's just going. Dude's almost fucking eighty five, ninety. Yeah. Like, Look at. <laughs> Look at the Red Rocker. Yeah, Sammy Hagar. 75. Michael Anthony right behind him. And they look they look 45. Dudes are <laughs> Straight up. He's a wrestler and people may laugh at this one but look at fucking Billy Gunn. Yeah. Dude's like 60 and he looks like fucking Adonis but he believes in weight training like but shit, crazy. Shit, look at Hulk Hogan. Yep. For all the all the stuff that he's been through, the dude is 70 and he still looks still like big. he did in the 80s. He's still big. Like he's not like yoked, but I mean but he looks pretty healthy. goddamn big, yeah. I mean, physically, <laughs> I mean, like physically he may be ailments as far as his neck and his back and you know, he's had like 15 back surgeries, but Aesthetically, he looks great. He oh, sounds yeah. good. Yep. Yep. His his mind is still fresh. Like, yep. it's it's really awesome to see somebody like, especially in the wrestling world. Even though he was lumped in with the with the steroids, you know, back in the eighties, but you can tell that he did stop, or he would have progressed, degressed oh, a yeah. long time ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think you can kind of tell when they start and stop. Yeah. You know, like Macho Man, like going from two twenty to three oh five, yeah. three fifteen. Like you could tell. Like, like, dude, look at Macho Man in in Spider Man. Yeah, he's three thirty. He was insanely huge. <laughs> yeah, like, the, what are you doing? And he's it was mid forties at that time. So yeah, you're putting it on still. Yeah, yeah. you don't boy. go from two twenty slim and lean like muscular to at forty thirty at forty five. Yeah. yeah, it. We could tell, bro. <laughs> yeah, I think we all kind of knew what was up. I know you didn't want to lose your spot, but it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. But he, he was a legend, man. He was a rock star. You put his name with Hogan when you talk about goats. He's yep. he's right there. He's up there, man, for sure. He definitely helped. Uh, he helped that ass end of Memphis wrestling get on the map for sure. Well, yeah, even though he wasn't part of, he he never wrestled. The best part about that is he never wrestled once in Memphis. He only, they only started doing promos to gain their territory, you know. Until that actual law, until, until, yeah, until they actually did it. Until they actually did it. But yep. you know what I mean? Like yep. coming into it, it's like they were just wanting they were just wanting to get a little bit of the pie. Get and they, they took a little thunder because people knew who he was yeah. at, from that promo. They were fucking crazy too. Yeah, him and his brother. Yeah, they were. Well, his dad. Yeah, brother and the whole fucking family. Well, Macho was crazy. <laughs> That's a lot of late eighties, early nineties drugs too. Yeah, but that Memphis scene that was a cut from a different cloth. Let me tell you something, bro. Cut your ass in the fucking alleyway, type shit. It's not about the. T- it's not about him screaming at you. It's when he got down here. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's when you're like, oh man, that's terrifying. <laughs> it's terrifying. The cream, <laughs> the dude, the cream. But we're at about an hour here. At about four thirty, almost four forty. <laughs> Probably will end up pulling the rug on this week's episode, episode 124. Yep. It's a little bit of a hang, midweek hang, pre-Pantera hang for Jim. Which I will send some voice clips. I don't know how great they'll come off, but (laughs) we're going to see what happens when I send them to you, and then we'll play them on air. It may just be... (laughs) (laughs) But it's going to be Metallica, Pantera, Mammoth. I get to see, I get to see Baby Halen. Oh man, I can't wait! Hell yeah, you might even see. Possibly, I don't know how. You know, you might even be able to see a, a purple flying V. I get to see all 
his guitars. Greeny and that black standard that he's got. Yeah, and I might get to see like James playing a one of his Gibbon Gibsons. Who knows? There, there's no telling what or you're that gonna white see. V. Uh, I know I will get to see a snake bite. I know I'll get to see his his iron cross. What else will I get to see? And then I get to see Zach Wild's uh, dime tribute dime guitar. Tri- yeah, yeah, that's gonna be the. That's going to be the guitar to see. (laughs) Especially how Metallica's stage setup is. It's a circle stage. That big in the round pit thing. And then they got the pit. It's full stadium. It's going to be 50,000 people, maybe even more. It's going to be filled to the brim in St. Louis Dome. The TWA or the Dome of Mid-America now. It's not the TWA Dome, but whatever. But we found, you know what we found out? The tickets that we bought... We're for both days. So we could have went Sunday and seen Metallica again with Five Finger Death Punch. Oh, wow. But I was like, yeah, I wish I would have known that a year ago. I probably could have had this weekend off. Could have probably taken care of it, yeah. I was like... I didn't I, know they were for both days. I just we didn't know. We didn't know until last Friday. Oh, Eric fuck. called me. He's like, um, I I don't want to alarm you. You know why our tickets were 250 Because we got we got a, a all-excess pass for both days. Yeah. So I could have seen him twice, Metallica twice. And I, I I was so upset. I was like, I can't. There's no way. I'd have to quit in order to go to that <laughs> show. And then I would have a whole different firestorm coming back that of, I'm like, I'm sorry, can I come back? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, it's not worth it. I was like, all I want, I don't care about seeing Five Finger Death Punch. I've seen them. We've seen them. I've seen them when they were like. We seen them when they were fucking balling fire, like before the whole made fun of them and like, which every you know before all the whatever, and then they're still good. Like they're I, still good at what they, but I mean it was like the OG lineup, the fucking the their album just came like, out. It was like fresh on the ears and the metal stuff, and it was like whoa, dude. Because I seen them twice in one week, them and Disturbed twice in one week. I seen him in Little Rock. Then I hooked up with Josh and a couple of our friends, and we took off. And we had the most epic leaving a concert of all time. That'll never be touched. I don't care if you've ever made a whole parking garage scream just from. I told Tony throw the horns, and they'll let us out. And by God, <laughs> the car let us back out, and we were like, "Fuck yeah!" And it was just. We created, create yeah, you could hear pandemonium. It. You could hear it going up a floor, up a floor, up a floor, up a floor, and then it'd come back down. Then, then tires, when up. the tires started screeching, I was like, dude, we just tires literally, were, all it started was horns and a fuck yeah. <laughs> we started this Everybody whole, was revving and spinning tires, because like, uh, that parking garage had that weird concrete in it, so you didn't take much. And it was quiet the before tires that. would go, burp, burp, Yeah. But oh yeah, we create. We literally nobody can take credit from that, but our car. It was it. our car that started the whole. Fuck yeah, the horns let us back out, and then the fuck yeahs just exploded. And the the spinning tires exploded. And the horns, not the devil horn, but the fucking car car horn. horns. We literally it's started. Like, Roll up the window. This is loud. We literally started a mini riot. Yeah, it was more like a mini like <laughs> protest of but happiness. Of happy, it was pure enjoyment. It's like a mini protest of happiness. But like everybody was just saying how happy they were. It's it's like saying Slayer when we were walking up and the people were across the street protesting. The, just what shouting. did I read about John Five before we get it? John Five said that playing metal playing a telecaster in metal is like wearing a cowboy hat to a slayer show <laughs> yeah. i was like touche motherfucker <laughs> there's only two of them that i know like, that I can legit that. play tellies well john plays a legit telly like his isn't like his is modded like the dude from wise. gojira plays that one yeah that's kind of cool it's like a charvel or something like that well the the guitar from uh well, they're stoner rock, but uh, um, though I can't even think of their name anymore. I'll think of it next week. <laughs> All right, y'all. About an hour and six. 
Hopefully, Jim has a wonderful weekend watching the Pantera show. Hope you all have a wonderful weekend doing whatever you all do. It's the first of the month. Go out and get something nice for yourself or go get it a wonderful dinner. If you haven't learned anything on this show. It was definitely by accident. Y'all, it's been a different show, but a fun show. If you guys kind of like these things, hit us up on the socials. Let us know. Join our Discord. Hang out with us next week, and we'll go into more of this year's guitar giveaway. I've been your host, Josh Jones. I've been your co-host, Jim Steger. Hope you all had a wonderful Halloween. Have a wonderful beginning of November. And go play your guitar. Later. Yeah, yeah. Well, don't touch my head.